Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. Everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rain fell and the floods came, and the winds blew and buffeted the house, but it did not collapse. It had been set solidly on rock. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, Lauren and Riley, the day has finally come, long awaited, delayed, and as Father Tom said, it's a joyful day, and it's finally here. And it's, we, we're so joyful that we're all here to help celebrate. And not just all the people here, your parents, family, friends, but those loved ones that have passed on that wanted to be here and they're here in spirit because they also want to participate as this is a holy day. Um, I'm very extra joyful to be here. I am Riley's godfather and uh, the better half of the godparenting couple, uh, Barbara Cusick, will be up here to do the uh, petitions and prayers afterwards. But as I've had time to uh, spend and talk to Lauren and Riley about the scriptures. I think there's part of their life that I wanted to share as we went through those different scriptures. Uh, the first one was the gospel. I, I asked them, uh, what really drew you to our gospel reading? And they quickly went right to the foundation and their house, their life, the relationship they're going to build is has Christ at the center of it. And that's really so important as we think about what makes a successful and long-term marriage. I also thought, uh, as I talked to them, that they met through that uh, Camp uh, Kasim, and there, through doing spiritual works of mercy, caring for young children whose parents had gone through the trials of cancer, through that, through that act of them giving themselves, they met. And they were really brought together by the children themselves who identified, you know what, Riley likes you, and Lauren to Riley. I mean, it's the little ones that really we have to look at. That's where the Holy Spirit works oftentimes, in others, and especially children. And I know that's a, an important part of your life. And God brought you through those to this point. And it's important to remember that as you go forward. Uh, this, in the second reading for Corinthians, that beautiful message about love. So I was trying to characterize that there's really three parts of Corinthians. Uh, the first part is um, we're not anything without love. 
the second part is kind of what, what love is. Love is patient and all of those things. Well, what is love? And then the last part, and I was just trying to come up with, well, how do I categorize it? I was trying to think, well, what does love do? But really, before I could get that, they both went to love endures. And I thought that was beautiful. They went right, not just the third section, but they went to love endures. Um, it's an interesting thing about marriage. Um, in our faith, it's a sacrament. But it's really the only sacrament that is on a relationship. The other sacraments really focus on the individual. But marriage is about a bond between two people. And God, shortly, is going to sacramentalize this bond that you're going to agree to. And so when we think about that and what love is, you really have to experience love. You have to go through it together to grow. It's not something that you're just given. It matures and grows over a long period of time because you went through those experiences together as one flesh. And so that was a beautiful part of thinking about enduring, and I know that you'll keep that in mind as you go forward. Um, the third reading, well, it was actually the first reading, but the third one I want to talk about was from the wonderful book of Tobit. It's probably not one that you go to a lot, but I was thrilled that they came up with this beautiful prayer, and we're going to talk about it shortly, but I think it's helpful to understand a little bit about what Tobit is about, the story. Um, it's really about two families coming together. Uh, the family of Tobiah, who is the son of Tobit, and Sarah. It's those two families coming together in a marriage, but really it's about also a journey of a son, a wife, an angel who guides them, and they have bits of fish that they use to heal people along the way. This is really a beautiful story about Christ and his bride, the church, and he's healing people, the fish being the Eucharist, which we'll celebrate shortly, uh, the Holy Spirit leading them. This is also a story about Lauren and Riley, about marriage, about our spouse, and if we keep Christ at that center, he will lead us. Now, in the uh, actual prayer, um, this comes about the middle part of the book of Tobit. And um, unfortunately, Sarah has had a history. Uh, she's plagued by an evil spirit. She's been married seven times before. And each time, the evil spirit has caused the groom to die. And so that puts a new emphasis on this prayer that we heard that Tobiah actually is praying. But it, together, they're calling for God's mercy in the start of their life. The um, ending is, um, I just wanted to read the very ending of it. It says, now, Lord, you know that I take this wife of mine, not with lust, but for a noble purpose 
It's a true purpose. That's really what that word means for noble purpose. It's about truth. Call down your mercy on me and her and allow us to live together to a happy old age. When I think about what's going to happen here shortly, there aren't many opportunities for you to look forward to something that's going to be the best decision you ever made. But in 50 years, when you look back and you say, wow, that was the best decision, your consent, your agreement to bring Christ into your life with your, with your soulmate that you're going to live with and enjoy for as long as God will give you a, to a happy old age. So are you ready? All right, there's one last thing that I would like you to do. If you would stand up and look out to the audience for just a second. I want you to look at these people that have endured through years and they love you. Feel that love that's coming into you and that you're the fruit of. Now I want you to turn forward and I want you to face the tabernacle and I want you to see the love that Jesus has for you and he's anxiously awaiting for you to make your vows and become husband and wife. Now there's one last thing about the marriage sacrament. Uh, in most sacraments, uh, it's done by a bishop, a priest, or a deacon. But in this sacrament, you're the ministers. It's you. Father Tom is going to be the official church witness, but you're the ministers of really the love that you have seen all your life, the love that's waiting for you to sacramentalize this bond that's going to be with you through the rest of your life. And we all are so excited to witness that. And so with that, I will turn it over to Father Tom.